Imagine if you are the reason why LeBron James is four champion rings short. <laughs> Imagine you're the reason why LeBron James is short four championships. Imagine. Imagine you being a two-time MVP. Imagine that you are the person who, you know, you have changed the way the game is played. More people want, want to play like you than the person who's this era's GOAT. Imagine that. If you're that person, okay, would you believe that you should be in the GOAT conversation? I'm not saying that you should be the GOAT, but would you put yourself in the GOAT conversation? And this goes out to those who are LeBron stands. Now, I mean, I'm a LeBron fan. I'm not a LeBron stand. There's a difference. I'm not obsessed with the dude, right? I understand he's not God, right? There's only one God, and it's not him. Now, but imagine, okay, imagine, even if you're a LeBron James stand or a LeBron James fan, imagine if you were Steph Curry and you and your team was the reason why he's short four rings, would you put yourself in the GOAT conversation? about that I mean Thanos in Infinity War he stopped the Avengers from achieving their goal and guess what Thanos is a goat villain he's in the conversation of goat villains the Joker <laughs> let's take talk about the Joker in the Dark Knight oh he corrupted Harvey Dent he, he beat Batman in that movie because Batman was trying to preserve the purity and the honor, the good of Gotham by propping up Harvey Dent, making him Gotham's white knight. And the Joker was trying to make Gotham's white knight turn bad. And he did. Now, not that event alone, but I'm just talking about for the sake of the movie right here, The Dark Knight. The Joker won. The Joker won. And guess what? That did not make him a, one of the GOAT villains, but that showed why he's one of the GOAT villains. Okay? Steph Curry is the Joker to LeBron James Batman. Steph Curry is Thanos to LeBron James Iron Man. All right. And I know a lot of y'all you're saying, well, Steph, Steph Curry, he had he had Kevin Durant. Yeah, he had Kevin Durant. Yeah. Yes, he did. So if we're going to do that, then how do you think the other teams in the East that are not the Boston Celtics felt when <laughs> LeBron James, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh joined forces? That wasn't fair to them to them wasn't fair to them now it's a pattern what what the Boston Celtics did when they had KG Paul Pierce and Ray Allen put those three all-stars together well LeBron James when he went to the Miami Heat him D-Wade and Chris Bosh they topped that all right and then later on Kevin Durant going to go to state that topped what LeBron James and them did in Miami don't hate the player Hate the game. All right. 
But yeah, Steph Curry that most definitely belongs in the GOAT conversation. Listen, people, you we got to stop tripping with this. He belongs in the GOAT conversation. I'm not a Steph Curry hater. I like his game. I was a fan of his dad. Real great shooter. Man, I wish his dad could have played in today's game right now. I believe because he would have just as many threes as his son. Okay. His, you know, his dad was more like a Clay Thompson to me because his dad didn't really have the handle, had the shot. And he can catch and shoot. Steph has it all. Now, he's in it. I have him in the GOAT conversation because this guy here is... First, let me... Part of, uh, a big part of my criteria on who belongs in the GOAT conversation for me is... The, the degree... What's the degree of difficulty when you're trying to stop this player from scoring or doing whatever he does best or she does best. Like, you could double team him, but do you know how difficult it is to double team someone who doesn't need the ball in his hand or her hand? That is very difficult. That means he can just run all, he's running all over the place. Okay, that is very, very difficult to do. He doesn't need the ball. Now, when somebody is dribbling, 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 it's easy to double the dribble. And then you can get them in isolation situations. And and he gets in isolation, situ- isolation situations, but he's smart with it. He doesn't waste too much time dribbling. I mean, he has his moments where he does that, but not like, it's not like a Chris Paul or James Harden or KD, what they would do from time to time. And there's no knock on them on that. I'm just talking about Steph Curry. So that right there, that's what makes it easy to play with, you know, because the basketball, one thing that I believe it was LeBron James that said this. I'm not saying he's the originator of this quote, but I believe in this quote. The basketball has energy. And when you're not getting the ball, you feel negative energy amongst your team. First, you feel it amongst yourself because it's like you're not even getting to touch the ball. You don't feel involved. But when you get the ball, when it comes your way, even if you're passing back, you're like, okay, I'm involved. I'm part of the team. That's displaying. That's letting off positive energy. Okay? Now, Steph, he shares the ball. And... And I remember I was saying, you know, he's not a, a really a point guard, but yeah, he is. Because what's the job of a point guard? Getting everybody involved, setting up the offense, making everyone better. Some people do it by dribbling. Some people do it by dribbling and passing. He's able to do it through his shooting and unselfishness with the ball. He can give the ball up, go around, 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 boom, 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 you know. By, by him running around and being able to catch and shoot, that makes other players better. That causes more people on the defense to focus on him, creating open opportunities for other players to make plays on the team. But he's definitely in the GOAT conversation. And take it from me as a kid who grew up, I grew up in the 80s, the 90s, okay, and watching Isaiah Thomas, Tim Hardaway, Magic Johnson, Jason Kidd, John Stockton, Steph Curry belongs in that GOAT conversation. He belongs in it. You know what? He's in it. He's in the GOAT conversation. You can say, now, a lot of people, and see, the problem with our world, with a lot of people is, 
people, most people can't handle rejection and they cannot handle the fact that you disagree with them. They get so upset. I'm not going to even say the word offended because I believe of also part of being offended is that, okay, you you logically speaking, you have a reason to be offended, to be upset at what I said or feel disrespected about what I said. But you have a lot of people, they feel like, well, because you disagree with what they're saying. And they don't know how to respond to that or respond to rejection. They feel like, oh, you dissing me. No, bro, that's not dissing you. No, sis, that's not dissing you. You know, like, how can we have a, like, you really expect me to have the same people as goats in my conversation as you? So, you know, that that's one of those things where it's like, Ah, and I'm a big I, I, Isaiah Thomas is in the GOAT conversation still anytime you beat Bird, Magic, and Jordan multiple times to achieve greatness you belong in that you slayed them and it's a reason why the other ones they hate Isaiah because he slayed them you know nobody likes to get slayed N not many people who get slayed they're going to be like oh well I'm happy you slayed me <laughs> but Steph Curry belongs in this conversation And there's no ifs and buts are about that. You know. But once again, that's not me saying he's the GOAT. I do believe he has the potential to be because he's 35 years old. He got his fourth ring before LeBron James got his fourth ring. LeBron was, well, I believe LeBron was 36 when he got his fourth ring. Or maybe he was 35. Steph was 34 when he got his fourth ring. Because Steph can shoot so far out as long as he as long as he stays healthy i believe he can have a longer career than lebron now if you're lebron james if you're lebron james right now you you don't want steph curry passing you up <laughs> cuz see that would mean four out of five of his championships he got going through you but tell me, what do y'all think? Share your thoughts and let me know in the comments. Let me know what do you think about Steph Curry being in the GOAT conversation. Is he in your GOAT conversation? And for my criteria, I believe I believe there's like probably a list from maybe one to could be one to ten or one to fifteen players that I believe that that are in the GOAT conversation. Let me go ahead and name them. Let me let me let's go ahead and name them. For me, Okay, Hakeem the Dream, got the Dream, Michael Jordan, Magic, KD, Steph, Isaiah Thomas, Larry Bird, of course, Kareem, Wilt, Shaq, Tim Duncan, AI, Hell yeah, AI. Kobe. LeBron. How many is that? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Dr. J. 
<coughs> Excuse me. Have Kareem. Have Shaq. Have Kobe. Barkley. I, I mean, those, those. It's probably a couple people I'm forgetting, but that's 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 who I have. You know, as far as in goat conversation, that's who I have. But anyway, share your thoughts. Let me know. I mean, you could, you you might have your list might stop at ten. Your list may stop at five. All right, share your thoughts on that. All right. The Flash is the greatest superhero movie ever made. It's the greatest superhero movie ever made. It's the greatest superhero movie ever ever made. <laughs> no, I have not seen the Flash movie. I will see it, but I have not seen it yet. It comes out in June. You got a lot of people. Well, I'm not going to say a lot of people. You have some you have some YouTube influencers. You have James Gunn, Tom Cruise. They said it's the best superhero movie ever. Why they just can't say it's a good movie or it's a great movie or the movie is dope or they really like the movie? Why? Why? That's fine to say, but when you say it's the greatest movie ever, you're superhero movie ever. Okay, so it's better than Blade. It's better than Black Panther. It's better than Iron Man. It's better than Infinity War. It's better than Endgame. It's better than The Dark Knight. It's better than Superman. Christopher Reeve Superman is better than Man of Steel. Really, really, it's better than Wonder Woman. It's better than Aquaman. Really. Is it's better than Logan? Really? See, that's what that's that's what you invite when you do. That's what you're inviting when you do that. It, it's like now me. I'm when I watch the movie, I'm not going in. Well, I wasn't going to go in comparing it to those. I mean, I'm just hope I'm I'm looking to watching a real good movie. That's what I'm looking forward to to watching a good movie. But. Is the greatest? Oh my goodness, that's that is gross. I think that is gross and disgusting to say that it's the greatest superhero movie ever. This early, because okay, I mean, now now if you understand what's going on in the movie, they're gonna have like different elements from previous DCU from from previous DC comic movies in there. So the thing about it is, if you're going to be having characters or maybe scenes or scenarios or situations that's from previous movies, and then you say this movie is the greatest comic book movie, but guess what? It wouldn't be as good as what it probably would be if what it, what it could have been or what it is unless you had the other movies that you're saying is greater than included in the movie. You get what I'm saying? Hell, I don't even know exactly what I'm saying. But I, 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 I don't like that because it forces me mentally and spiritually and physically to compare this movie to all of the other great superhero movies that are out there. And if it's not going to be on that level, Scale to 1 to 10, that could take the movie from an 8 or a 9 down to a 6 or a 7 to me. So, oh my goodness. A lot of this stuff feels forced, though, though to believe, to be honest with you. 
Um, somebody, um, one of the, I guess the person is a designer on the movie, on the film. And he or she said that, oh, oh, Ezra Miller's performance is so freaking awesome that it makes you forget Ezra Miller's crimes. What? See, I believe that I know how to, I know how to separate a person's. Like whatever his or her skill level is on their job or what they do, I could separate that from his or her personal situations, whether if they don't get in trouble or whether they do get in trouble. For example, if I feel like you're a terrible actor or the movie you made is terrible, okay, but... Outside of the film industry or the television industry or music industry, whatever industry you're in, sports industry or whatever, you know, you are a saint. You are a very great person. Well, I'm not going to say you suck as a human being because your movie sucked or I may not have been impressed with your acting. Now, on the flip side of that, Ezra Miller, we know about Ezra Miller he has a rap sheet. Ezra Miller has a lengthy rap sheet. Okay. And it's not good. It's not a record I would want. Ezra Miller can act. I can separate. One of my best, the favorite moments I, I have in a superhero movie came from the Justice League Snyder Cut. When he's traveling through the speed force. I love that scene. Gives me goosebumps every time. I love that scene. Ezra did the doggone thing on that scene. But just because I enjoy that scene. Does not mean I condone his actions on his rap sheet. Ezra needs to get his. Ezra needs to get. Ezra got to get Ezra's life together. And you know when you think about that. You know, you have to, whether if you believe an actor or actress is a good person or a bad person, you got to learn how to separate their craft from who they are outside of that. Because all we know of these of these individuals who are actors and actresses is what they what what they show us on film. And you got to think when a person is a good actor or actress, they might be that means they probably are very good at hiding who they really are. Or sometimes in movies, they might be showing who they really are. We do not know because we do not know these individuals. I don't know Denzel Washington personally. I don't. I hope he's a good guy. I don't know Tom Cruise personally. I hope he's a good guy. I don't know Regina King personally. Okay, I don't know Viola Davis personally. I don't know um, Julia Roberts personally. They all seem like very nice, good, kind-hearted people, right? And that's one of those things. Now, if we find out that one of them were to do something bad, we can't be like, oh, I was shocked and surprised. You don't know them. We don't know them. Okay? So let's stop acting like we do. What we know about them is what they allow us to see it's just like on social media people think that everybody who posts all these lovey-dovey stuff or all these things about their kids or whatever they're posting or they think everybody's bossing it up just living the life right you don't see that person's low lights or whatever it is because they're not going to allow you to see it even on social media when people are so-called showing their low lights they're <laughs> Sometimes what they're showing as their lowlights, they're not even going through that situation, okay? But they 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 displaying that 
to create some type of relatability to get more likes and clicks and stuff. Yeah, people do these things. I'm not saying all people, but there are people out there who do that. It's called manipulation. Now, back to this. Tom Cruise don't need to say that this is a great movie. Right? Stop trying to manipulate. What they're, what they're doing is they're trying to, well, I believe that they're doing is they're trying to say, oh, because Tom Cruise said it's dope, all you Tom Cruise fans, because people went out to see his $2 billion movie, the, um, the sequel to Top Gun. Oh, so this movie must be up on that level. The fact that he's complimenting that, oh, it's got to be dope. They planted that seed in your head already. <laughs> but because they're trying to make you forget Ezra Miller's actions I'm not saying Tom Cruise's but whoever that is the person the cost the designer or the set designer of the movie yeah I'm not I don't I, I, I know I'm aware of what Ezra Miller has done I'll check the movie out I am aware what Ezra Miller has done I'm hoping they recast the, the Flash I'm hoping they do you, you, you got to give him the same energy that you would give what happened with Johnny Depp or what's going on with Jonathan Majors. Keep that same energy. But also, when I do think about it with the same energy, well, Warner Brothers, well, <sighs> Jonathan Majors and Ezra Miller, they work for different companies. So right now, Jonathan Majors has not been fired from Marvel. But... He has lost some roles on other films. I'm not sure what's the name of that movie company. And I, I, I don't know any other movie outside The Flash Ezra Miller is playing in. Because the, the, apparently the, everything was shot before Ezra committed his crimes. Makes you wonder, were they hiding his crimes? His, uh, his pre Ezra Miller's previous crimes? Because they wanted the character to get the movie shot? I don't know. But we'll see. But I, I'm not a big believer in... I, I don't believe in hype. Because I believe that greatness does not need hype. I repeat, greatness does not need hype. Michael Jordan got hype after we... we you know, they're just saying, repeating what Michael Jordan does. That's not hype. He's actually flying in the air. Okay. If the movie's dope, okay, we'll see if it's dope. No hype is needed. Tell me, what do y'all think? Maybe I'm tripping. Well, actually, I'm not tripping. But I would like to hear what y'all have to say on this. All right, so let's get off into round two of our NBA playoff predictions. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, let's go where I was wrong. I was wrong about the Bucks and Heat. Technically, I was right. I mean, come on now. A healthy Giannis, they beat the Heat. But okay. Um, now, I was dead wrong about Cavs and Knicks. I had the Cavs winning in five, but then the Knicks said, nah, bro, we're going to win in five. <laughs> okay, I, I, I said sweep. I said the Sixers was going to sweep the Nets because what's the dude's name? I forgot. Spencer Dimwitty started talking that noise about Rick Fox, and you got swept. You would have got a gentleman swept if you wouldn't have said anything bad about Rick Fox. So I, I called that. Celtics and six, I called that. Despite every people telling me, no, Celtics and five. Celtics and six. Trey Young gave us two great games. Okay. Yeah, I called yeah, Nuggets over T Wolves. I called that. I was wrong about Clippers and Suns, but the caveat to that was Kawhi Leonard got hurt. 
I wasn't expecting that. Well, I was kind of expecting it, but I was hoping it wasn't going to happen because I really do believe had he played, had he been healthy, Clippers would have won in six. But that's cool. Kings and Warriors. I was right for a little bit for the beginning of the series, and then the the Kings, they tried to out three-point shoot the, the Warriors. You can't do that. No one's going to do that. So the Warriors won that. And I called the Lakers in six on Memphis. I like Memphis, but they're missing their bigs. There's no way they was going to beat the Lakers. Okay? So now we're in round two. We got the Miami Heat versus the New York Knicks. In that series, I'm rolling with the Miami Heat. I got the Heat in six on that. As a kid growing well, I take that back. I have the Miami Heat in five on that. Okay? Jimmy Butler is on a tear, man. He is on a tear. Now... I think we're going to see, like, especially if Julius Randle is not playing, we're going to see that, well, even if he is playing, the Knicks just don't have a superstar. They just don't. Okay? Um, Jalen Brunson can only take you so far, and he got you to the second round. But now you're going up against a legit superstar. Donovan Mitchell is not a legit superstar. He's a star. Jimmy Butler is a legit freaking superstar. And see, that's the thing. Everybody's a superstar until they're next to an actual superstar. So that's why Jalen Brunson, you know, he's going to do his thing. But people were like, oh, he's a superstar. You can win. He's not a superstar. He can ball, though. I like, I love Brunson's game. It's no knock. Love his game. But, <coughs> excuse me, Miami Heat, I believe Spolster is a better coach than Thibodeau. I mean, you got Kyle Lowry out there. I mean, the, the Heat, I mean, the Heat, they're, they're shooting their butts off, man, from the three-point line. So, I got the Heat winning that series. All right, next matchup, we got the 76ers versus the Boston Celtics. Healthy Joel Embiid, I'll pick the Sixers in five or six. But, no healthy Joel Embiid. I was going to say Celtics in five, but because the Sixers won game one without Joel Embiid, I have the Celtics in six. I'm a big James Harden fan. I just don't think he's going to be able to sustain like 45-point performances. I wouldn't be shocked if he averaged 30 points per game in this series, but in order for them to win, Maxi, Tobias Harris, and the other players on that squad, they're going to have to do... They're going to have to continue to play the way they played in game one and sometimes even better because the Celtics, I mean, Tatum and Brown, I mean, that's that's a phenomenal tandem right there. I mean, they're very consistent, very consistent, and I just don't see them losing this series. I would be shocked if they do. I think if they lose this series, I wouldn't be surprised if one of them is gone next year. I would not be surprised. Heard Brown trying to get to the Rockets anyway, so we'll see about that. I got the Celtics in six in that matchup. Next matchup, we have the Denver Nuggets versus the Phoenix Suns. I had the Suns in six, but goddamn, man. Woo. Chris Paul got hurt. Isn't it ironic he has a groin injury and all those years he hit people in the groin? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But they're down two games to zero, but they're not out of this series because now they go back to Phoenix. They have to take care of business home at home. The key for this Phoenix Sun series, though, 
is DeAndre Ayton. He has the toughest job out of any Phoenix Sun out there because he has to deal with Nikola Jokic. That's his job to deal with him. Nobody else is going to deal with him but him. So that's why it's very important you get your big man involved. And he, and Aiden is going to run the floor. And you need him to keep Jokic honest on defense so Jokic is just not standing there. Force him to move around a bit. So that way, hey, instead of Jokic averaging 30 points a game, maybe he'll average 24 or 25. That could make a big difference right there. So you, Because you don't want him resting on defense because you can play zone defense now in case you didn't notice and then using all that energy on offense i mean if you aid and it's like that's not you know but he has the toughest job in this series so i believe as great as kd booker cp3 is you have to make a conscientious effort to keep Aiden involved in the offense so that way nikola Jokic can focus can pay more attention to him because if Jokic is grabbing the rebound he's a phenomenal passer he can do the outlet all that so that's going to be dangerous for you if you're the phoenix suns but i have i still have the suns and six on this one here so that means the suns is going to have to come back and win four games in a row and i believe they're they are capable of doing it they are and our last matchup which is the best matchup the los angeles lakers versus the golden state warriors i'm going to take warriors and five in this one people I'm going to take Warriors in five. You have people saying, well, Anthony Davis is going to dominate them in the paint. No, he's not. Yeah, he's taller than Draymond. Yeah, he's taller than Looney. But those dudes are physical. They are physical. They are physical, man. You saw what they did to Sabonis. And I know Sabonis is no AD. But I've seen him play AD before. Now, AD is every game is going to, I believe if AD every game, Stays within the elbow down to the low block. Stays up in that area. Maybe come out just a little bit. Maybe come out maybe 5 to 10% of the time at the three-point line. But the other 90% elbow to low block, they could dominate the Golden State Warriors. But guess what? They're not going to do that. I believe LeBron James goes down to the low block whenever AD is out on the perimeter. I believe they could dominate the Golden State Warriors. But guess what? They are not going to do that. LeBron James, and, but he should though. LeBron James is 38 years old. Utilize your old man game, bro. Utilize it. But he's going to stay out there and camp on that three-point line. No. That's not going to, you're not going to defeat the Warriors. You was able to beat the Grizzlies with that because the Grizzlies, they're, they're starting bigs, well, you had um, Jackson Jr. out there. But no Steven Adams and no Brandon Clark. That makes a huge difference. It does. Because those two guys are physical. But. Let me see. But Steph, man. Steph is. Steph, Clay. I'm not saying Wiggins is going to shut down LeBron. But if I'm Andrew Wiggins. Hey. You traded me. Like. When you first got to Cleveland. You didn't even give me a chance. And had you kept me in Cleveland, I could have helped you defend against the Golden State Warriors. I could have been another perimeter defender out there for you. Okay, while we still have Kyrie. You could have figured out another way to get Kevin Love. But, you know, hey, whatever. Really, they didn't need Kevin Love because when they got Kevin Love, they made him a stretch four, stretch five. You could have picked up another stretch four and stretch five because you didn't utilize Kevin Love's best abilities. Just saying. That's just like getting Iron Man and not allowing him to use his Iron Man suit. You 
you're getting his knowledge, his thinking, his smarts. But yeah, what about all the brilliant tech he has in his suit? Yeah. But um. Yeah, I I don't I don't, and this is barring barring any injuries. But I I don't, and and Davis get hurt gets hurt too much. This team, this Warriors team, they they shoot up way better than the Grizzlies. They're way smarter than the Grizzlies. And you're not going to be able to intimidate them the way you were able to intimidate some of the Grizzlies. And the difference between this team, Warrior team, and the Grizzlies is that this Warrior team, they'll wait till they beat you, then talk noise to you. The Grizzlies, they talk noise to you and then lose. Okay. The Warriors are front runners. That's what I'm saying. But, hey, they're good at it. It's got them multiple championships, so I can't knock it. So I got the Warriors in five in that. So I don't know who all agrees or disagrees with me, but it's all good. So I got the Heat over the Knicks in five. I got the Celtics over the Sixers in six. I have the Suns over the Nuggets in six. I should change that to seven, but I'm going to be bold. Suns in six, and I have the Warriors in five over the Lakers. Share your thoughts. Let me know what y'all think about that.